You're listening to From Here with Delia and Don. So it's been a pretty tough week, I think, out here in the Bay Area, Delia. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, I wanted to see if you want to have a conversation about, you know, all of the anti-Asian violence that's been happening because I personally <clears throat> have been struggling, I think, a little bit with it. Yeah, no, I mean, I think, you know, I'm out here on the East Coast, like Massachusetts, and it's like really, it's, it's, I think now, especially, like, it feels like such a strange experience for me, or at least the way like I'm accessing like information about this, like, you know, it, it's, it feels like at the same time, like really like abstract and like distant and then also, it's like, oh, my gosh, like this could be like my grandma, you know? And so that's a weird. It feels very surreal to me right now. How is it feeling for you being like there in the Bay? Well, it's it's been really, I think, it's both very present, but then also I feel very distant from it. Mm-hmm. Because, so just so that listeners know, right, there's been a series of attacks and violence directed towards, for the most part, Asian elders, right? Elderly people in the Asian and Asian American communities out here, in particular, the concentration of attacks that have resulted in harm and also deaths, right, have happened in Oakland and San Francisco. And then my understanding, there's there's one, I think, in East Coast in New York, right? New York City, yeah. New York City, right? And the target you know, of all these folks tend to be, have tended to be older, um, uh, elderly men and women, Mm -hmm. Asian elderly men and women. Right. And so for me, you know, it's been, it's been, I mean, that has happened before out here in the Bay area, Mm -hmm. right. Attacks, you know, harm to Asian elderly folks. Right. And, but I think that what makes this, this one different, right, is that the there was a way in which these things happened so close together. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it was at a critical time where Asian Americans mm-hmm. were just like fed up, mm-hmm. right? And, and that activists in particular was calling out the invisibility, right, mm-hmm. of you know, why are people not talking about this? If we're talking about being anti-racist, right? Right. Why are people not talking about anti-Asian violence as part of racism, right? Mm -hmm. And so what resulted here in the Bay Area, right, is that, you know, a lot of community organizations um, have, and in particular focused, you know, these are folks who were doing organizing work in Oakland Chinatown to mm-hmm. address these attacks and trying to talk about how do we make our community safer, mm-hmm. right? Resulted in, I think, this reckoning that for many of us, and, and I that includes me, right, is trying to understand, well, how do we name the fact that many of these people who suffered and died were attacked by Black people, Mm-hmm. Right. And so there's this tension because, you know, how do you talk about that right. how, as an Asian American mm-hmm. without 
fear, right, of being called anti-Black, uh-huh. right? And so the the ways in which people have been talking about it, at least out here in the Bay Area, has been, you know, to to name that the systems of oppression have created the situation. Uh-huh. Not necessary. It's not because of you know there's targeting you know of asian elderly people and that's you know an intentional it, i mean like there's this bigger picture right, right. of yeah. stuff that's happening right and also the yeah. impact of covid right that has left the asian and black communities very vulnerable right mm-hmm. the disproportionate impact of these communities especially here in Oakland right mm-hmm. here in the bay area like i live across the bay right just outside of san francisco and you know it's very close to home um also because the the two elderly men who were attacked right like my dad is 85 mm-hmm. and pretty much like i see my dad right there yeah. Um, and so Ooh. that's that's been really hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I think, you know, it's like I feel like it's so I mean, just even like hearing the way that you're talking about it, it feels like so like I feel I feel like far away from you, you know, in a way where it's like I'm not I'm not hearing as much of like that nuance, you know, I think. Um and I feel like in a lot of ways, like it gets boiled down to, you know, just sort of the, the quick headlines that you can, you know, parse like reading, you know, news like on the phone and it, it that the, the bigger context isn't part of that, you know, it's just sort of like arrest, you know, the people that did this, you know, and that's sort of not, that's not the, that's not the thing. You know, that's like not the, it's not the solution, right? But I think that's what so much of it just gets kind of boiled down to. And I feel, if it doesn't feel right, yeah. you know, to like lose all of that other, all those other pieces to it. But I think, I don't think a lot of people are talking about this, yeah. you know, like I had a friend sort of reach out over the weekend, like saying like, oh my gosh, I just like heard about this and where can I get more information? You know, it's just sort of like, yeah, there's not, mm-hmm. it's not sort of circulating out there. Right. Um, in it's, I mean, way. a lot of it is really on social media, you yeah. know, Instagram. And I mean, all, a lot of stuff that I've been seeing has been in Instagram and also in conversation in, in sessions that I've been in, in clubhouse. Mm-hmm. Right. And all, like, I don't know a lot of people, on Clubhouse, right? Because it's right. still a very exclusive place, right? But yeah. I've, I've been in enough sessions there to hear, right? These conversations where, you know, so I think when all of this first started, right, we have folks like um, Daniel Day Kim and Daniel Wu that organized and a couple of other folks that organized the Clubhouse discussion on, right, like we need to talk about anti-Asian violence, right? And mm-hmm. which then came to this, you know, came to this discussion of, well, where are our stories, right? Why, mm-hmm. why are these, why are these incidents not being covered by mm-hmm. media, right? And, and then that, I mean, like Amanda Wynn, who has been very vocal, right? Mm-hmm. If you look at her Instagram, right, has been very vocal about, you know, making sure, calling out a highly problematic reality that, that these incidents haven't, haven't been covered. And also that, really mainstream media doesn't really care, you know, Mm -hmm. 
And yeah. I think that that was a successful call because that resulted in, you know, the, the session that they did, you know, on CNN during the Super Bowl. I was unfortunate during the Super Bowl, but, you know, some visibility is like better than none. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I just bring that up and it's relevant to this podcast because one of the reasons why we created this podcast, right, was to create a space to talk about Asian American stories in you know specifically asian american parents right uh-huh. who really don't like we don't have our experiences you know reflected at all and it's and it's even really hard to find other people to talk about uh-huh. your your experience as an asian american asian american parent when you when you have social justice commitments right right yep. and so the struggle for me has been right like how do i Number one, who can I talk to about mm-hmm. this stuff? Right. right, you're like one of the few people. <laughs> I mean, I have other people I can definitely talk to, right? And then number two, I think for people like you and me, if we want to engage our kids in these discussions, mm-hmm. right? There's a like you can't just you can't just go in without some kind of plan in your head, right? Yeah. That's not saying that I'm like trying to control the conversation. Right. But I have to have some sense of, you know, what might Where you come want it up. to go. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. this is why I'm also struggling because almost like everything, any kind of issue that I, you know, work on that I think about, I always talk to my son about, mm-hmm. you know, but this one. And I don't know if you're feeling this way, Delia, has been particularly hard. I have not been able to talk to him about this. Yeah. I think I think for me, like it I think like the the like just the feeling of like A, like distance from it. Like it feels like so far away and like disconnected from like what we see. Like my my kids like haven't left this the, the town that we live in mm-hmm. like in two months. Like they haven't left the town. You know, so it's like so like, and at the same time too, like there's there's like so many layers to it, right? So like talking about like what's happening, like talking about like concerns, you know, like police and policing, like there's so much, and I don't know. I think also because it's so new and like evolve. I mean, there's it's just hard. I, I don't feel like I have enough grasp myself, mm-hmm. like on the information and like to be prepared like for whatever questions, you know, an eight-year-old is going to yeah. lob at me. Like, and you you know how eight-year-olds are. It's like, you don't know what the question, I mean, I could like think plan all I want. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to get a question and be like, uh, I don't know, which is yeah. totally okay. But right. like this in particular, like it, it just sits so heavily that I want to feel like moderately prepared. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I totally agree with you. And I think the added layer for me that makes it really hard is like on a very real level, like how do I explain or not even explain? Cause I'm not trying to explain. How do I talk about the fact that these elders were attacked by black people? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I can explain it in a very factual way, right? right? The people who are attacked, these people happen to be black. Right. But for me, the concern is, right, I don't want to reinforce those, those, I think, mainstream messages of Black people being 
aggressive and violent, right? Mm-hmm. Not that I'm yeah. saying like there aren't black people who are aggressive and violent, but, but there's lots of aggressive, violent people out yeah, there. In We've general. seen it. <laughs> right. In, in general. Right. But I, and I have to be able to talk to my son in a way where, you know, it opens up, you know, it opens up conversation. It opens up curiosity and it doesn't make, it doesn't frighten him. Right. Mm-hmm. In a way where he becomes fearful Right. Or like fearful for his grandfather. Exactly. Like, like tell like grandpa to be afraid of black people walking down the street. But it's like, how do you, yeah, hold all of that. Right. And, and this line of, you know, argument, which I very much agree with, right. Where, you know, it's like, we talk about this. Yes, these are incidents, but they're part of the conditions that were, that have been created by structural inequality, right. And Mm -hmm. systematic systemic oppression yeah you know like that's so abstract <laughs> I know. for a 12 year old yeah you know like yeah. i get it i have a phd i get it <laughs> right i probably you know i've spent a little bit of time thinking about it right yeah but the challenge is to translate that into a productive discussion right with my kid i'm not saying i need to like end it with like a nice neat bow tie yeah Right. But I'm still, I'm struggling. I'm struggling also because I'm really like, I have a lot of emotions around this too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this is my community. Right. You know? So I don't know. I mean, I don't even know how to approach this. Right. Because I also do very much feel like, I agree with a lot of the calls that, you know, there needs to be more visibility, right? That we also need to call out anti-Asianness in Black communities, right? Anti-Asian mm-hmm. racism, right? And at the same time, I really want to do it in a way where it is, again, like a productive conversation where we can all remember that, you know... <laughs> The resources we are all fighting over, right, is is a slice of a bigger pie that's been denied to us. Mm-hmm. Right. Intentionally denied. Yeah. Right? And so some more than others, like intentionally de- denied some more than others. And with very real differ- differentiated impacts, yeah. right? We've all been impacted in different ways, right? And I want to have those discussions. And... Like, I'm trying to understand why am I, I still have this, like, this fear of being called anti-Black. That fear is super real. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's, yeah, and to be able to talk with that, talk through all of that, like, with your kids, too, it's like, yeah, it's a lot to unpack, it sounds like. Yeah, I had this thought today where I'm like, he actually doesn't know what's going on, right? Because mm-hmm. I because usually when something happens, I'm like, hey, hat, you know, have any of your friends talk about X, Y, and Z? Do you hear? <laughs> yeah, you know, like, like <laughs> right? But I just realized, like, like I feel like that's like not even like a question, right? You know, it's like right, to it's my eight year old, right? Yeah. It's not. It's not like the what happened in Washington D.C. It's like, hey, just so you know, like, right. no one, no one in this class is going to be talking about this. So yeah. there's sort of like also there's this lack of. I don't need to talk about it to quelch the conversation that's going to happen like tomorrow at school. Right. Yeah. Because I mean, like, I know you don't like 
a lot and let your kids watch too much TV, if at any at all, right? Nothing, nothing. <laughs> right? Nothing at all, right? But, you know, my kid, because so much of this has been really not part of the mainstream media mm-hmm. and has been talked about in um, sp- like social media spaces, right? Right. He really doesn't know what's going on. And I could yeah. very well just make the decision to not talk to him about it. Right. Yeah. And then like, so then I'm just grappling with like, well, what does that mean to just right. not talk to him about it? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I mean, there's this like layer two where it's like, am I not talking about it because I don't feel ready or prepared or like, you know, and what does that mean? You know, what does that say? What does that reflect back about, yeah. about you? About like, me. It's so, yeah. <laughs> it's so, yeah, this is, this is, a, I mean, I think this is just like really like a tough one. Like, and there's like this like timing piece, right? Like Lunar New Year is like right around the corner and it's sort of like celebratory and like family. So right. it's just like, there's so many like pieces where it's like, oh, I don't want to like have this like hard conversation we're trying to prepare for like se- you know like celebrate it's 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 a it's really a tough one i think yeah i so i'm not sure i don't know i mean you know i that's why i was just like you know what i feel like we need to just have a conversation about this like i needed yeah. to talk to you delia about this because i wasn't I'm, I'm still not sure i mean thank you for mm-hmm. listening to me and letting of me course, you know, yeah. kind of process through some of this but i'm not sure i mean I think you said something earlier too, you know, that is is also factoring into this is that I think that as things are developing, right? Like yesterday, mm-hmm. there was an arrest made, mm. right? There's there's a face and a name, right? You know, to the person who perpetrated this violent act. Okay, so that's being played out mm-hmm. in media here in the Bay Area. Mm. Okay, that's I've being seen played. Nothing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And. There's a whole layer to that, which is like how the the media are portraying this person, right? right? And and so things are things are developing, like on the criminal level, things are developing, right? But then also the other thing that's developing is like Asian Americans themselves, right, are are like us having conversations or figuring stuff out, they're thinking, right? Mm-hmm. And so more and more thinking and more discussions coming out, social media, you know, like tomorrow night, I'm going to, you know, have this conversation, you know, on Clubhouse and, and people are working through it, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think there is, there's a, that part of it too, where we're experiencing it, trying to figure it out and also, you know, trying to articulate our thoughts in a way where we can continue engaging other, mm-hmm. you know, BIPOCs, right? Right. In a productive it's way. A, it's a, it's like an ongoing process that's happening as we speak. Yeah. So I think we're going to have to just like maybe push pause on this and then come <laughs> back. I mean, to be continued, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel I, I just, I don't know, but I just, I think that this was very important to acknowledge because there's probably other folks like us who are grappling with it, struggling with it. And maybe like listeners, if you have no idea what we're talking about, right, this is new to you, that it's important that you know what's going on too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, and that we work and I think through this if you're, together. 
Yeah, and I think if you're a parent who's like similarly like, uh, what do I do? Like, that's okay too. Like, it's okay not to know the exact right thing to do because you can't always have all the answers. Yeah. So, okay. We're going to put a pause on this, all right? <laughs> As things are developing, um, we're going to continue talking about this. And then I think we're going to come back, right? Delia, does that yeah. sound like Yeah. Well, and I think that's how it always is, right? It's like, this is not like a one and done conversation with us, with our kids. It's going to be something we come back to in some way, shape or form, you know, in theme or with our kids or talk about later with our kids. Like it's always a work in progress. Yeah. Well, well, Don, I'm so glad that you were you brought this up and were able to talk about it. I'm glad we were able to have this conversation because we haven't really talked um, in person about all of these things. So it's great to like hear your voice and like hear the the feeling behind all of that because I think that's really important. So um, thank you everyone for tuning in. We hope, um, yeah, let us know like what you think or if you have questions or what you've been struggling about um, in addressing and talking about this with your kids. And uh, you can find us on Instagram at From Here Podcast and we'd love to hear from you um, and hear what you think. So have a great night, Don. Thanks, Delia. I love you. Take care. Okay. Bye. Bye.